Hey everyone, and welcome to Our Slice on Film, a movie podcast talking about movies new and old, some industry news, and the occasional rivalry between Chicago Deep Dish and New York-style pizza. Uh, rep in New York, but living in Memphis, as always, is Michael, and joined by my best friend. Yeah, me. Me? Question mark? You? Brian. Who is hey. it? It's Brian. <laughs> Representing Chicago, also script. living in Memphis. We do need a better opening script, I agree. We need a better but I kind of, I like, I kind of like our awkwardness. Yeah, I hope it doesn't turn too many people away. I'm sure the five people are doing okay. <laughs> Today's Super Bowl Sunday, folks. Um, we're recording this before the game, so the panda at the zoo said Kansas City was going to take it. I don't know, Brian. I, I think I agree with the panda, but it's also hard to go against Tom Brady. I, I told my parents this yesterday. I'm just hoping for a good game. I don't really think I care who wins. Honestly, I just, I just want a good game. How about you? That's how I feel about award season, Brian. I'm not really a football. Smooth, tra- smooth it transition. Is. But also to continue the conversation, I'm not like a sports guy. I feel like World Series is where I'm at. Super Bowl Sunday for the drinking and the wings. Yeah. And like the adrenaline. Like same thing. I don't care who wins. I just want some good movies out of it. You were for to figure out when you want to record today. Michael texted me. Um, you want to do this before the Super Bowl, right? I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't, I didn't say this. I was like, oh, I don't want to do it during. <laughs> well, that Brian also is an early riser, so I woke up to his text, and yeah. the first thought out of my mind is like, oh, I don't know, what is he doing later? I was just like, oh, where? And then they fell back to sleep. <laughs> so that's where we're at now. But we're prepared. Today's a fun episode. Um, yeah. You know, Brian, what what do we got going on? You know, we talk about awards season. We had some some headlines this week. Yeah, uh, I think the two the two big some nominations came out for some awards. So we got the Golden Globes dropped, and I think literally the day after, or two days after, mm-hmm. the uh, Screen Actors Guild, the the SAG Awards uh, dropped nominees dropped as well. So um, a lot of talk around the industry about the surprises and the snubs and the justifications behind it all. And I think we're just going to have a conversation about our thoughts about these nominees. Yeah, here's here's our analysis because as always. There's just drama. There's just always drama. No one's happy. Everyone's yeah. honored, but no one's extremely like pleased with the turnout. Um, some good positive news, though. I mean, uh, Golden Globes, three female directors getting nominated for Best Director. Which is awesome. That's great. Uh, uh, year, many years past, you know, that's, that's uh, lack of gender diversity in that category. So it's nice to see them have three out of the five nominees. That's fantastic. And deservingly so. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's just one of the headlines. There was a bunch of others. And we'll, we'll, I think we can just go through the nominees and, and figure out where all of these politics lie, because I've got a couple opinions about some of our nominees this year. Sweet. So do you want to do, I guess we're not, do you want to start with the Golden Globes? Yeah. I mean, I've got in front of me the Golden Globes and the SAG Awards. And also, yes. because I'm competitive, I do have the uh, BAFTA long lists as well. Nice. Not all of them, but I do know which ones were on the long list that are also nominated in the others. So, okay, so we can, if, we're, if we're going for predictions or some high, like, I don't think we're there yet. Um, I, yeah. I don't know. Are, do we predict nominations? I've never felt confident in that. We can do maybe predictions later, like when it gets closer to the awards. Yeah. How about like the week before or something like that? We can do, we can do it maybe. That'll be a big one. Let's just, I was just, the way I did my notes, I have every movie category and then I have some surprises and snubs and then general, just general thoughts. Perfect. I love it. As always, Brian, much more organized. 
you're the one who has the BAFTA long list as well to help you help back yourself up. So I think I like I think data. Yeah. It's, do, you want to, <laughs> do you want to just go category by category, I guess? Yeah. I mean, why not? And as you're listening to this, folks, um, tweet us, Our Slice on Film, or DM us on Instagram. Tell us what you're thinking about um, some of this year's news, because we have yeah. until April to talk about it, because, of course, 2020 has is still lingering around us in our in our bones yeah. so we're gonna have a late oscar season which is kind of interesting mm-hmm. but where, where yeah, are we gonna I'm start looking. are we gonna just start at the top or we're gonna do best pictures or we want to start with acting make the sh- make the call coach brian you already mentioned best director so you want to start with director all I right so best director motion picture five nominees we got chloe zhao no man land aaron sorkin chicago seven regina king one night in miami david fincher mank and emerald Fennell for a promising young woman. Michael, did anything stand out to you in this category? We already mentioned the women nominees. Um, Yeah, I mean, promising young woman. And I know we had this argument last time. It's a horror film. It's a little bit of a (laughs) horror film. Um, I don't know, Brian, did you get to watch this? No, my little brother Jason's been actively trying to get me to watch this movie it's uh it's 20 dollars to rent on amazon prime so i don't want to pay that just for myself i'm going to see if i can find a night for kimberly and i to rent it and, and watch together yeah it's it's it is a, it's a you know same trend and it's it's in a different way and the argument could be made of course brian i'm sure you would after seeing it that it's more thriller than it is horror um but it, it, it comes from the roots of that genre and we've got a best director nom um, That's awesome. and, it, and it's so great um, as well as, you know, performances uh, that come out of that too. So I'm, you know, I'm pumped that and, and, you know, go women. That's just yeah. awesome. Yeah. I don't think I don't, I don't have any too much, too much quarrels about this category right now. There's some movies that haven't come, but I still want to see um, such as like Shaka King for Judas and the black Messiah. Um That's probably the biggest one that I don't see on this list, but I haven't seen that movie. So I don't know, but as far as, and I haven't seen No Man Land. No, but, but it's, it's streaming on Hulu now. Is it now or is it I, next week? I swear. I, I don't know how I got an email or a notification. Hulu is now. It's now streaming. Pause, folks. We're going to look this shit up. I think Letterbox texted me. I'm going to look on Hulu right now. It's upcoming. It's oh. upcoming. Well, cut that out then. I sw- you know, I, I've got these apps that try to tell me when stuff comes out. Yeah, I think I, I think that's next week. So, so that's probably we'll talk about that maybe next week because it comes out next weekend as well as Judas and the Black Messiah. So we might have like just an Oscar uh, awards packed weekend next weekend. Yeah, but I've heard nothing but great things about that movie. Chloe Zhao um, is no surprise to see that, and I'm comfortable with everything else. Love to see a Regina King nod for One Night in Miami. I think that's awesome. What are you recording? Yeah, say it. Doug has a Super Bowl commercial, so that's fueling everything. It's up 1,800% this month, and it's surging. It's now at 0.74. They said it's going to reach 10 cents before the commercial (laughs) and then go up from there. So we got in the Doug so fucking perfectly. Guy, we're going to make so much money. Get out of here. Wow. All right. Um, yeah, real world current events. The internet has taken over finance, the finance world, and I cannot wait for Aaron Sorkin to make a movie about it. Classic. <laughs> like yeah. literally that's what's happening. I mean, you know, this, this cryptocurrency man, Elon Musk says it's the people's people's coin. I don't I, know. I hope it, I hope it pans out well for you. If not, I mean, I still have a couple dollars that like were printed, like I hold in my hand so we can, we can go back to the analog stuff, you know? 
those will be historic artifacts in in, <laughs> in a couple of weeks, I think. Yeah. Well, the 20s will be historical. Yeah. Yeah. With um, when Tubman comes out, all the old ones yep. will be like museums. Anyway, I wonder how many Tubmans um, Chloe Zhao made because she's slated for a new movie um, that she's going to direct as well. Yep. The Eternals. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. So that's the director. Do you want to move on to uh, on my list going up, leading up to the last one being probably best motion picture drama? I have next up after director, I have best performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. Yeah. Okay. We could do that one. Uh, the nominees, Sasha Barrett Cohen, Chicago 7, Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the Black Messiah, Jared Leto, The Little Things, Bill Murray on The Rocks, and Leslie Odom Jr., One Night in Miami. Anything stuck out to you about this? Um, Bill Murray was in a movie. Yeah, I watched that movie. What? Really? Yeah, On The Rocks. It was on Apple TV with uh, um, Rashida Jones. Dude, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm comfortable with him getting getting this i'm fine with it. i mean i love i love me some bill murray but i think you know we also streaming wars right i mean apple plus um really only got two nominations at the oscars and bill murray was one of them i guess golden globes oh that's what i meant yeah at the golden yeah. globes netflix walked away with 22 just for the movies um so apple plus i mean they're they're in there they're in the name of the game and they've got yeah. we said this on the pod last time but they've got some big names and yeah know, they got star power yeah, so I'm, I'm comfortable with that. Happy to see Daniel Kaluuya. I'm looking forward to seeing that next weekend. Sasha Barrett Cohen, not a surprise for me. Leslie Odom Jr., love to see it from one night in Miami. Um, I don't know what Jared Little's doing here, Michael. There, you know? I don't know why he's nominated, and I'm a, I, I, don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Who would we have rather be in there? I'd rather have Paul Rachi from Sound of Metal. Um, Yahya Abdul-Mateen from Chicago 7, Mark Rylance from Chicago 7, any other supporting actor in any movie probably than Jared, Jared Leto and Little Things. I just, did you watch, did we watch that last weekend? Did, were you watching it thinking, oh, wow, this is award nomination good? No, I mean, I, I checked out. If anything, honestly, I was like, Denzel, who's a career actor, he's like been around, you know, sometimes the, they, you know, they give those Oscars just like a, a feel good. I don't know. That's just my interpretation. Like maybe it's just like, oh, some old guy, he was in a movie, give it to him. But like, I don't know. No, I mean, no. I mean, no. I think it's just like, yeah, it's, I think it's the Golden Globes attempt to like have some star power, even though this category literally has Bill Murray and Sasha Barrett Cohen, uh, Leslie Odom Jr. and Dana Kalua already in this category, all four like really well-known stars in their own right. So I don't understand why Paul Rogers didn't get nominated. He also didn't get a nom for the SAGs, which we might talk about, but like mm -hmm. Jared Leto getting a nom for this and a SAG is just kind of blowing my mind, especially since SAGs you're voted upon by your peers. So to think that there are other actors who think Jared Leto should be nominated this award season is kind of blowing my mind right now. Yeah. That's just my thought. Cause again, Paul Rachi and Sound of Metal was one of my favorite performances of the year. I, know. I saw your tweet. I'm upset that he hasn't been getting any love in these mainstream awards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and a lot of uh, no love for the five bloods, really. Yeah. So Not looking good for Spike. That was, I was going to talk about that when we got to like best lead actor and best movie. But yeah, right now, I mean, uh, aside everyone else, aside from, I think, yeah, I mean, it's an ensemble movie. They could have had several actors in this one, and then you're right. They just got shut up basically completely in this in this awards. For, you know, Jared Leto. 
Exactly. So unworthy Jared Leto. Leslie Odom's got two nominations because he's also got best original song. Yeah, which is awesome. Which is it's awesome. So cool. You love to see it. You love to see it. Um, okay. Anything else about supporting role? No, I mean, I'm super pumped for Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I got to see what it's about. I'm excited. I'm excited. I think it's going to be a really cool um, movie, especially when compared to Chicago 7, because there's going to be some similar storylines and timelines between those two movies, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, all right. So speaking of supporting actor, we're supporting actress in a supporting role in any motion picture. Glenn Close, Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Coleman, The Father, Jodie Foster, The Mauritanian, uh, Amanda Seyfried, Mank, and Helena Zangle for News of the World. Um, any thoughts? I, yeah, I didn't think Amanda Seyfried was that good. I think she's like low key. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the, maybe one of the front runners. No, I can't believe that. I don't. I, I haven't seen any other one of these movies. The Mauritanian has apparently come out yet. Hillbilly Elegy was really good. I've heard not good things about it. I mean, have you seen it? No, but <laughs> Glenn Close has. I mean, she's across the board. Yeah, I mean, she's nominated. I think. I think it's classic. Like she just hasn't gotten an award yet. She hasn't gotten an Oscar, and I think this might be a play for her to get an Oscar. Like I th- but I think that movie is like the definition of like notorious Oscar bait from what I've from what I've heard. Yeah, I and mean, if she, and if she gets it, great. She's a phenomenal actress. Just you know, I don't know. Not for you. That's what I've heard. I, I'm just saying what I've read and what, what I've heard. But I love a li- the Father is going to be one of those movies that there's a few. I feel like there's one movie a year where like no one's seen, and I feel like the Father might be that movie this year. Like I, I think so too. Yeah, but Olivia Coleman's great. I love Olivia Coleman and good for her. Yeah. Right. Good for her. I, I I just I'm I'm looking because I'm I'm getting confused. I'm just so interesting. They've got best actress in any movie, best actress in musical or comedy. I forgot yeah, they, they don't, have so many of those categories. They don't break it up for supporting role, for, but they do break it up for lead, which I don't I don't understand why they do that, but it is what it is. Yeah. All right. Um Want to go to best motion picture animated? Do we have, I mean, do we have to, it's going to be soul. Yep. I agree. And I, but I also just quickly want to say onward, shout out to onward. Also nominated. We knew it would make it. We knew it would make it this far. I think there were five animated movies that came out. So they all got nominated this year. Good for them. But yeah, I think this is soul's runaway show. All right. Um, Best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical or comedy. Ooh. Sasha Barra Cohen, Borat, subsequent movie film, James Corden, The Prom, Lin-Manuel, Miranda, Hamilton, Dev Patel, The Personal History of David Copperfield, and Andy Samberg, Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. Can I have the floor, please? Yeah. I am officially anti-James Corden. It's 100% official because it's been, this is our third or fourth podcast now where the question of can straight actors play gay characters and James Corden got nominated for having a lisp on screen. And I watched prom and it's supposed to be campy, but why not find a campy gay guy? (laughs) If you need a chubby campy gay guy, I'm sure they are all over Los Angeles. James Mm -hmm. Corden stereotyped his way to this nomination list. And I I hate it because I like his show. I used sorry. to. His show is very entertaining. Carpool Karaoke Man. Stay in the car. <laughs> Just a limo driver. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm and sorry. Then, I, but then again, the, you know, it's people love the prom for some reason. I didn't see it. Really left a bad taste in my mouth. Did you watch the prom? No, I had no interest. I don't know. In it I couldn't all. even picture you sitting on the couch to watch, like, watch the trailer no. for the prom. No, 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 no. I didn't watch it. But um, as far as other, I've, but I've heard, I've heard not great things about it, and especially like all the performances in the movie. I think the question, most questionable performance was James Corden, and here he is getting a nomination. So I'm not quite sure where the heads that are at. Um, especially, yeah. So, anywho. Andy Samberg, Palm Springs, man. He My better boy. win. He better Positive win for this. Here we go. I hope he wins for this. I don't think he will, but I hope he wins for this. I think that'd be absolutely awesome. I think that um, would be so great. I mean, I, I can't wait for his speech. Yeah, I, I God, I hope he wins. And then also Lin Manuel Miranda. I really, you know, I really, really enjoyed Hamilton in that movie. I, I'm, I'm surprised he got nominated from every other actor in this movie. I would have given it to like David Diggs, Leslie Odom Jr., really anybody else, but for him to get that for acting, I don't know. You uh, and I literally don't even have an opinion because you can go back and listen to our Hamilton episode, and it had yeah. no impact on me whatsoever. So <laughs> I think this is star power. I think yeah, um, these people probably are going through quarantine and testing, if not getting their vaccines right now, so they can have a very large dance number um, <laughs> with the prom and Alexander Hamilton or something like that. I imagine that coming along and then Sasha Baron Cohen, you know, running in a thong or something. They're going to try to make this thing big. And Damn. I think that's why he's there. Man, uh, unfortunate. I mean, I, I love Lin-Manuel, but I don't, yeah. I don't think he was, I don't think it's worthy of an acting now. And also, but, I mean, we had this discussion. Is that a movie? Yeah, that was is interesting that, to me it's too. It's a motion, motion picture, obviously, is such a generic thing because yes, the pictures were moving. But like, it was a recording of a stage production. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think it was because it was several different productions. And then also, I think even some of it was filmed not even in front of an audience. And there was a, like an actual director behind it. And I don't know. But <sighs> anyways, okay. So that's best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical or comedy. Let's go to best actress, musical or comedy. We got Maria Bakalova for Borat. Woo! Kate Hudson from Music. Michelle Pfeiffer from Fresh Exit. Rosamund Pike from I Care A Lot. And Anya Taylor Joy from Emma Michael. I haven't seen any of these movies. I literally have only seen Borat. <laughs> and actually, I'm right clicking on Emma right now. I don't know if I've seen it. Oh, she might. I mean, I, I guess she was good in that too. Anna Taylor Joy. I heard good yeah. things about Emma. Um, I think it would just be great if Maria Bakalova won. Yeah, and I think she's getting some serious buzz. She's definitely. She is. Respect. And I'll tell you, she's nominated at the SAGs, the Golden Globes, and she's yep. on the long list for the BAFTA right now. So, so there's definitely some, that, some notice. That could be kind of exciting because now I'm imagining what the two of them will do on the red carpets. <laughs> if they have red carpets, the two of them walking through, I wonder what they'll do together. Well, especially if Sasha Baron Cohen's also nominated for Chicago Seven. Like, what's he? What's he? What's oh, he? Oh, he's doing? all over the place, Sasha. So is, we'll so. see what he what he does. Man, um, it's uh, I be, think some, yeah. But as far as some, I haven't seen I Care. I'm interested about that. I don't think I dropped on Netflix yet. The French Exit, I haven't heard of. And then music, I've I've heard not good things about it. In fact, I hear it's really problematic about their portrayal of autism oh. in the movie. So I just heard that movie's just it, it's Sia's directorial debut, uh-huh. and I just I've I've heard it's not it's not great for multiple reasons. But 
what's unfortunate about this category is that Andy Samberg got nominated for best actor. Yeah. Would have loved to have seen Kristen Milioti get nominated for best actress. Yeah. Um, she was absolutely fantastic in that. And like, I don't understand why she's not nominated in favor of like Kate Hudson or yeah. Kate Hudson. I didn't even <laughs> know Kate Hudson, Michelle Pfeiffer and Rosamund Pike were even working. Well, there's that. There's yeah. names. So, those are names that I haven't, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer, except maybe when I watched hairspray the other day, she's an ant-man oh that's true okay she's coming off of a marvel paycheck and, Ro- and rosamund pike's been doing some some things here and there these are those um, good thing. Uh, the the festival movies no one really saw didn't get a huge release but i mean my money's so, on maria just because i think the fates are totally like that aligning i think so. just be so i think great. so I think so. And I think Anya Taylor-Joy is going to get her love from the Queen's Gambit, which is nominated in television. So I think she'll get some love later in the show. But missing out on Kristen Miliati of Palm Springs. Yeah. All right. Um, that leads us to Best Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy. So that leads us to Borat, Hamilton, Music, Palm Springs, and The Prom. Just just a real hodgepodge of things going on in this category. <laughs> I but, know. Um, they got to rename not- this. Yeah, it's 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 pretty unfortunate. But if it's not Palm Springs, I think I'm pretty upset. So, yeah, but yeah, I, I back you on that. Palm Springs, I think it's, it's got to get love. I think hopefully Palm Springs. I can see Borat just because of the two acting noms it has in that. I can also see Hamilton just because of the popularity of Hamilton. But if I mean, surely it can't be music or the prom. <laughs> so that's where I'm at right now. I think the prom's low on the totem pole. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts about this category? Anything that, uh, that may have missed out? No, it just sounds like I'm not going to watch music. So that category is just my checklist is done. Yeah. There's, like, just If you even just Google it, just like <laughs> significant amount of content. Are you saying I should just movie. Google the word music and see what happens? Oh, it has to be in all caps. I think it might help. But no, I think it's it's uh, it's not getting it's not getting good buzz. And again, just really troubling. Just the controversy on that movie and deservingly so i think just even yeah. just off the trailer it's not good all right so that leads us to the drama category so best performance by an actor in a drama we got riz ahmed sound of metal chadwick boseman ma rainey's black bottom anthony hopkins the father again the movie no one's seen gary oldman mank and tahar rahim for the mauritanian the mauritanian um what's that one about brian I, I, it's, I think there's something about like the treatment of prisoners in Guantanamo Bay, if I'm Ooh. not mistaken. Wow. This is the first time in an acting category that two Muslims have been nominated for lead actor with between Riz Ahmed and Tahar Rahim. So I think one, that's really cool awesome. to see some diversity in that. Um, we got the late, great Chadwick Boseman nominated in here. And then we just have two old white guys and Gary Oldman and Anthony Hopkins rounding out the categories. Um, respected those, actors. Definitely respected actor, actors. Although Anthony How, Hopkins just seems to show up every award season, just like really strangely, exactly. Like Hannibal, just go go back. You're like you're done. I don't know if you got any more left in you, uh, unless he's doing it just for fun. Because I'm sure he's wealthy AF, and it's just oh, yeah. kind of making these movies that he wants, and they're going all the way to the top. But like, man, he, I never he, think of like when you name. Okay, Michael, name an actor. I don't say Anthony Hopkins. He's. I don't understand what he's doing. Has he won an Oscar before? I'm looking it up. Yes, he's won an Oscar before. So the past several movies he's done, have, like you've just said, have been movies virtually no one has seen, but he's been getting Oscar noms. So it's like he's trying to get this late stage in his career Oscar award, hmm. but he's already won an Oscar. So I don't under I don't quite understand. Why settle? I, I, what did he win I, the Oscar for? 
Um, he won his Oscar for he's been nominated Silence of the Lambs. I just wanted to hear you say it. Yeah. So, but <laughs> maybe but, that's that, that factor that too. He's a well-respected actor and his highest acclaim was Hannibal the Cannibal, which although that movie is Oscar worthy and very near dear to my heart, like, I don't know. I wonder if that could be like a, he's got this one hit wonder feeling where they always need to go make a second song. They need another one. I mean, he's been nominated, including his win one, two, three, four, five times. Most recently, you know, I think it was last year for the two popes, which again, just, I feel like I don't know who's seen that movie, even though it's on Netflix. But that being said, there's definitely some snubs in this category. If you're asking me, yeah. one, we talk about the diet of the five bloods, Delroy Lindo, not nominated Absent from everywhere. I, uh, this sags. I think it's just a product of like that movie came out in the summer and no one remembers it, but like, Oh, that's, I, not, that's not how voting works, but I think that might be the case. It's the, the timing of this is a lot. And Man, he was, Spike Lee is just, he was so good in that movie and he's not getting any love. That's, so that's my thought. And yeah, then no, also, I agree. and I think an outside shot, this is more selfish, but Peng Ben Kingsley, a deer who played Malcolm X in one night in Miami. Um, I thought he was really good. I think it would have been cool to see some love for him. Again, that's an outside shot, but it would have been cool to see him get nominated for that. But definitely yeah. Delroy. Like, what's going on? Who do you want to win this? Who's going to win this award? Man, I don't know. In my heart, I really want Riz to win. Okay. I, I love Sound of Metal. Um, I think it would be awesome. Chadwick, I think Chadwick will probably get a posthumous award this season. I don't, I think, I, I might prefer. I, obviously, I want him to win them all, but I think an Oscar for him, perhaps. Um, so he he's up there. Um, yeah, so it's between the two of them. Uh, but I'm I'm putting my money on Riz. What about you? I want I want Riz. His performance resonated with me more. But it's like if Chadwick, but if Chadwick wins, I'm not going to be mad about it. And uh, I misspoke earlier. I said Ben Kingsley Adir. It's Kingsley Ben Adir. So that's my fault on that one. Oh, okay. Um, let's go to. Best performance by an actress in a drama, Viola Davis, Marin's Black Bottom, Andre Day for the United States for Billy Holiday, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, Francis McDormand, No Man Land, and Carrie Mulligan, Promising Young Woman. Brian, how, no, you go first this time. How do you feel about that? Um, no real big shockers, I don't think, from what I've been reading. I haven't seen the United States for Billy Holiday. I think that drops on Hulu here at the end of the month. So. Um, and I haven't seen, obviously, Promising Young Woman, but I've heard nothing but great things about Carrie Mulligan. Everything else does not come as a surprise. Um, but as far as snubs, uh, I watched Malcolm and Marie this weekend. Zendaya, Zendaya um, was tremendous in that movie. Movie itself is fine. She was absolutely exceptional. I, I think I would have liked to have seen a, a nomination thrown her away. Um, but how about you? Um. Yeah, I mean, no surprises. I I really hope, I mean, again, I just hope the best for everybody. This is why I, I don't really play sports. Because, I mean, Frances McDormand, I think she deserves a lot of acclaim. I hear Nomadland is amazing. I'm really excited to watch it. Um, but, you know, we have in this category a lot of remnants of the Me Too movement. And I think, you know, it, uh, and a lot of these are very powerful, um, you know, feminist ideas of movies and stuff. Um, but Carrie Mulligan was probably brought the best performance out of all of those kind of mm. tensions, I think. Um, Vanessa Kirby was wonderful in Pieces of a Woman. Um, awesome, you know, especially knowing she had to work with Shia LaBeouf. 
but I'm I'm really backing Promising Young Woman this year, and not because I feel like it's a horror movie. Um, I think it was just very very well done, and it's yeah, it's a it's a big statement that is honestly for twenty dollars worth it. Okay, cool. I, I'm definitely going to check it out. Between you and Jason's word, I know I'm gonna, I'm going to check it out. Um, another snub that I, I was I wasn't sure if you were going to bring this up, but um, Sydney Flanagan from Never Rarely Sometimes Always. Just um, the whole movie did. Yeah. Uh, I, again, I talked about with the five bloods, just the timing of the movie came out. This movie came out early last year. And so yeah. I just feel like um, it's kind of getting lost in the shuffle a little bit, but like she was really, really good in that movie and absolutely deserving of a nomination. I don't think at this rate, she's going to get anything, but she was really, really good in that. I don't know. I still, I don't take your theory on how early they came out because did the personal history of David Copperfield, did anybody even, is the movie finished? I feel I've been waiting to see David Copperfield's story for three years now, almost. And maybe only the awards committees are watching it, but like, I feel like that has had to come out. That feels like a summer of last year movie. I have absolutely no idea when it came out. I have no idea. You can't find a release date because it hasn't been finished yet. They're still in the editing process. So it's not a product of it has it's came out already. It's it just hasn't we come all, out yet. But several trailers movies, came but out. But several of these movies, ago. several of these movies haven't come out yet. And this apparently had a release date on IMDb of August twenty eighth, twenty twenty. That's so, so that was a year ago. Feels well, like. it's that's that's earlier. It's later than. It's more recent than Defy Bloods and Never Rarely Sometimes Always. All right. All right. Fair. <laughs> um. Okay, so let's go on to best motion picture, I guess. For drama, right? Yeah, which is, you know, the big one. So we got The Father, Mank, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, and Trial of the Chicago 7. I have a lot of notes for this category, Michael. Well, then Um, then run them, run them. Again, haven't seen The Father, not convinced I ever will, but going to see Nomadland, going to see Promising Young Woman. Movies that are snubs. Sound of Metal, which I'm okay with, but just saying. One Night in Miami, you you get a nomination for Regina King and one of those actors, but not brought into this category. Um, Judas and the Black Messiah, you got Danny Kaluuya nominated, but that was it. Movie hasn't come out yet to mainstream audiences, but I've heard, I'm, I'm interested in that. Never Really, Sometimes Always, your movie, I'm thinking of ending things. And Defy Bloods, which we already mentioned, has been just shut out completely. Those are just a handful of movies I thought were snubbed. And I don't know what would have taken its place, but well, I mean, those are my thoughts. We we know Mank is a huge Netflix vehicle. Yeah. So, and we knew that was going to be up there. Even Trial of Chicago 7, I mean, that, that had so much star power up there. I think, I don't know, there were so many great movies. These these are definitely a, a different picture of what came out this year, I guess you would say. It's interesting because this has been a year that's been really filled with a lot of great, diverse stories. I it's was like just going to say, this is a very white... Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very white movies. And um, and again, I just mentioned, you already nominated Regina King. Usually I feel like when you see a director nomination, this is not always, but, but most of the time you do see the movie following and One Night in Miami is not nominated for this. And then again... I think we might see Judas and the Black Messiah for the Oscar conversation, but it's not listed here. But again, I don't know what you would take out. I, again, take out the father, maybe. Um, 
and I already mentioned the trial of Chicago seven and then Judas and the black Messiah having some similar storylines and timelines. Mm-hmm. I think those might be able to be flipped. Um, but that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. I, I'm going to, I'll be, I'll be a little disappointed if Mank sweeps. There's yeah, a lot feel, of expectations on Mank. I feel like the steam is slowing down a little bit on it. I feel like, I feel like it's the train slowing. I don't, I don't know if it's getting the buzz that I thought it would going into award season. You know, but we'll see. But we'll see. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely don't know what's going to happen. Like, well, the SAG Awards is a whole nother story as far yes. as best ensemble goes. Yes, which I think. Let's see, I've got Trial of Chicago yep. seven. Yep. Um, Defy Bloods, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, One Night Miami, and then Minari. Just a significantly better diverse slate of movies right here. Um, which is fantastic. Minari is in an interest, interesting conversation now too, right? That's the one that's... Yeah, there's there, a little there's bit of controversy. Argument. Controversy is a better word. What, what's that? That, that it's, it was listed as a foreign film for the Golden Globes, but this is an American-made film, but it centers around, I, th- I think it's Korean, a Korean a Korean immigrant family trying to make it, make it on its own in the South. But like it was filmed and produced stateside, hmm. but being considered a foreign film. So there's a lot of controversy surrounding just the, the logistics behind that from the Golden Globe, the HFPA standpoint. But and it was also widely shut out of the Golden Globes. This movie is being widely regarded. I think it's going to drop on Hulu at some point. I'm looking forward to it. Apparently, the lead in that movie is supposed to be really, really good. But I, I like the I like these five movies just like from what we've seen and from what I've heard more than the five that were in um, the Golden Globes. Yeah. Like Promising Young Woman's not here, but again, this isn't necessarily best movie. It's best performance by a cast. There's a, That's true. I, uh, you're right. There's a difference in that. You're right. This is all acting based. And not to say like, you know, Carrie Mulligan, from what I've heard, steals that show. But, but these aren't I, really I, ensemble movies. That movie's not. These movies are the Golden Globes. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm the Golden Globes. Except for, yeah. you know, Trial um, and Maybe the father. I don't know how many dads are there in that movie. No, um, think, but the rest are like trial. pretty, like you know, a little character driven. Exactly, um, exactly. Or so this that one, explains it too. These are all ensembles, and we even talked about that when we watched Chicago Seven, Black mm-hmm. Bottom, Five Bloods, Miami. All ensemble movies. I'm, I, I like this list, and I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens. I'm looking forward to seeing Minari. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just now. Here's the philosophical question, right? Is a is the best movie with the best cast? No, 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 not because I mean, if you talk about best motion picture, right? Uh, you know, um, One Night in Miami is pretty contained. Ma Rainey's yeah. Black Bottom is within one building and stuff. So, like, that's a whole other idea of what you know acting versus a motion picture is. I don't know. This, I'm wondering what the ballot's semantics are. To be honest. I know like for like there's a, a a time limit for supporting like you have to be under a certain time like screen time or lines or something like that but um I I don't know I'm just wondering it's like best motion picture drama but it's based on more of this whereas the SAG is a completely acting award you know Yeah I don't know I, we I'm don't know. The, we're not on these committees I'm yet. under the impression from what I've heard and read that the HFPA who who does the nominations and the awards for the Golden Globes has had like no idea what really what they're doing and potentially doesn't even watch the movies. They just nominate like random people, but I don't know. 
But as far as this, I, I've always liked the SAGs because actors voting for actors, like a really peer-led nomination. And I think that's cool. I feel like if you're an actor and you get, especially if you win or you're nominated by your peers, that's got to feel really, really good to have like your peers think that highly of you. So I've, I've always liked the SAGs for that reason. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Those are the five best, most uh, outstanding performances by a cast. The for, SAGs. For the SAGs, yeah. So do you want, do you want to quickly go down these lists as well? Yeah, yeah. And the next one is uh, Outstanding Performance by a Female Actor in a Leading Role. We've got mm-hmm. Amy Adams from Hillbilly Elegy, Viola Davis from Ma Rainey's, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand, Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Yeah, so I think the only difference from here is just Amy Adams, right, yeah. is, is in here instead of, um, where's the drama list? Andre Day from the United States vs. Billie Holiday. And... I feel like this is just Amy Adams being super popular and, and, uh, and also people seeing, and also actors seeing her movie before yeah. Billy holiday, which it's been called Oscar bait this whole season. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, there's that, but everything else, I don't think she's going to win. I, I, I would think this is really any of the four other women, Viola Davis, Vanessa Kirby, Francis McDormand, and Carrie Mulligan. I think it's really a fair game. I might have to rewatch a couple of these. <laughs> I mean, it's I been have... a minute. I mean, I know I said, I might not watch Ma Rainey's black bottom again, but yeah. I mean, I think if we're, if we're putting money on it this year, might have to revisit those. All right. Next um, up, we got um, yeah. outstanding performance by a male actor in a lead role: Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal; Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rainey; Anthony Hopkins; Gary Oldman; and Stephen Yun for Minari. Yeah. So uh, Stephen Yun uh, is uh, replacing Tahar, Tahar Rahim from the Mauritanian, um, and I think that's okay. Um, from uh, I. I'm comfortable with either one of those being nominated. I think I haven't seen either one, but I've heard nothing but great things from Steven Yoon. So I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing Minari. I mean, yeah, it's, I yeah. it's, it's all over this list. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to see where the actors go. Um, again, we already know Chad Boseman was really, really good in Miles Rainey. I know he was wildly respected um, among his peers. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if he wins this award. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, all right. Outstanding performance by a female actor in a supporting role. Maria Bakalova from Borat. Glenn Close, Hillbilly Elegy. Olivia Coleman for The Father. Yonya Jun from Minari. And Helena Zengel from News of the World. Yeah. I, I, I haven't seen I any where, of these. Hell if I know where this goes. Yeah. No. I mean, maybe Maria Bakalova, you know, but. That'd be so great. But who knows? Maybe because no uh, maybe they'll all be like, man, she had to sit in a hotel room with Rudy Giuliani, we should award her for that. Right. Like that, that, that just sounds like hell. Let's just go ahead and give her that award. Man, yeah. they're going to be all over the red carpets this year. I really cannot wait for what happens. <laughs> um, yeah. So outstanding performance by a male actor in a supporting role, Chadwick Mosbin from the five bloods, Sasha Baron Cohen trial of Chicago seven, Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the black Messiah, Jared Leto from the little things and Leslie Odom jr. For one night in Miami. What the hell, Jared Leto? Like even <laughs> actors nominated. What is going on, man? Is he going to get an Oscar nomination? Now the thing is, I I can't even remember Jared Leto like at a baseline. I've I, when I picture Bar- Jared Leto, I only see him as like crazy freakish characters. Maybe his peers know like that's a huge one eighty from who he is or something. Or maybe no, he's, think- he lost so much weight. No, if anything, he gained weight for this role. I feel like, or he was wearing, remember. or he was wearing something and a prosthetic nose. If anything, this I think this is close to his character. I think this is just Jared Leto 
um, instead of being at a 10, just being at like an 11 or 12, I don't know. On the, on the creepy scale. Um, he just walked on set one day. Yeah. And he's just, and he said, is that the place with the potato skins? And the next thing you know, he's nominated for an, uh, for a SAG and golden globe. Um, so yeah, again, I wish Paul Rocky, Paul Rocky was here. I wish Mark Rylance or, uh, yeah, yeah. Abdul Mateen was here. I wish anything else, but that's where we're at. Chadwick Boseman, um, the first actor ever to be nominated for four SAG awards, which is really, really cool. Um, but that's where I'm that's besides that we'll see what we'll see what happens yeah I mean it's gonna be an interesting season I know it, it really seems and then the Oscars aren't until April so I, don't, I think those nominees don't happen until March so we got some time before the Oscar noms come I gotta take better notes on these movies because my timeline is gonna be all messed up I'm be like all right this movie came out before the Oscars happened but the Oscars were late so this is still part of next season's awards and what if they delay them again next year Brian what are we gonna do I have no idea I'm just gonna our cycles take- are off I'm just going to take what they give me. So that's where I'm at. Wow. It's really lying down on that one. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm looking <laughs> forward to what's to come. I think, I think traditionally like January and February are pretty dull movie movie months, but like, I think we got some, some, we, we do have some serious award movies coming up between Minari, Judas and the Black Messiah, No Man Land, um, the Mauritanian, apparently like we got some movies coming up that in the coming weeks, that are going to be really good, hopefully good movies to watch and talk about. Yeah. And I mean, we uh, honestly, listeners, if you're still here, we covered a lot of these movies. I'm really proud of us, Brian. We've done a good job. I think we've done a good job and we got more to cover. Like the ones coming out, but we've done, we've did done good. (laughs) Well, now we have what, like basically three months to just sift through the ones we haven't watched yet and see if it's worth our time. Yeah, exactly. We can definitely do a, um, a promising young woman pod. We can call um, it leftover slices. I like that. Or stale like that. slices. These are the I ones like that. that we just left to wait to eat to the end. I like that. We can definitely do that. Trademark copyright. Stop Done. Sticker on that bitch. Do you want to? Do you want to like slice out these nominees? Is that a stupid question, or do you just want to move on to last slice or last thoughts? Um, no, I mean we still have one more outstanding action performance by a stunt ensemble in motion picture. I did not take notes. Please, okay, let me read them off. I okay. need to hear this. We've got Defy Bloods. Okay. Mulan. Okay. <laughs> News of the World. There's stunts in that. What is okay. that about? Is it's that a, a war it's a, movie? It, it's a western. Tom Hanks taking the little girl who is a Helena Zangle from I think point oh, A to point B. You told me this like four different episodes. Trial of the Chicago Seven. Okay, interesting. And then your dad's favorite, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know who would win that. I don't know who would win that. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Defy Bloods. Give it to Defy Bloods. Yeah, I mean, who is the stunt guy that like really actually exploded? <laughs> I oh, have no oh, idea. Yeah. Um. Also, before I said Chloe Zhao is doing a new movie, it's not The Eternals. She's also signed on for a sci-fi western oh, yeah. version of Dracula. That's exciting, man. So many words. That she's blowing. So she's blowing up, together. man. She's blowing up. Good. It's time yeah. to suck some blood. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I'm sure you're excited for that. That sounds yeah, like right up your alley. Yeah. I think you'll be able to watch that. Dracula's not super horrifying. We'll see. He's just like sexy and mysterious. Interesting. I'm gonna quote you on that one. Nice. Michael, how do you describe Dracula? Sexy, Sexy and, and mysterious. mysterious. All right. We'll see if they go that route. I wonder who they'll cast. <laughs> not um, Army Hammer. No. Oh, no, 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 no. man. I, that's man. not my last place, Brian. But like, 
we live among cannibals. Yes, we do. Um, all right. So last slice. Let's let's last slice this thing. Last slice, Brian. What do you got? What's your last slice? A lot of last slices to consider. Uh, we got Super Bowl Sunday. Super exciting. By the time this comes out, we'll already know who won the Super Bowl. Um, but I guess my last slice is you know just keep on going strong. I feel like uh, as far as like uh, taking this pandemic seriously, I feel like I've been seeing some like some laxing of it a little bit. Um, and if you got your vaccine, great power to you, but like, that doesn't mean to take things lightly still and, you know, and to do whatever the hell you want. We're still very much in the middle of this. And what's my thought? I think I'm, I'm starting to get discouraged a little bit, I think from what I just see on social media. So mm-hmm. that's my, that's my last slice. Keep on taking this seriously. Keep on taking, wearing your mask and, uh, just be smart and res- respectful and empathetic. Yeah. I echo that. Yeah, right. How about you? Well, my last slice is equally as deadly. Okay. Last week or this week that just happened was George Romero's birthday. The father of the modern zombie. Mm. George Romero, Night of the Living Dead, Day of the mm. Dead, Dawn of the Dead, all these things. Um, on his birthday, there was a special screening from University of Pittsburgh where they housed the special collections from the George Romero archives, which is like thousands of like books and photographs and footage from his entire life basically that they've been sifting through it and they made a documentary the one of what they hope to do is many in a very short little documentary george romero the early years they had a little ceremony where they gave the pioneer award to the lead actor Dwayne jones who when night of living dead came out um he was like one of the first black guys to have a, a lead role and in in a movie where he has to slap a white woman to calm her down and shoot a white man to death. Cause he was trying to kill him after he comes into their home and tells him to get in the basement to be afraid of the zombies. So like, he's really, a, you know, George Romero helped him in the civil rights and um, you know, that just night of living dead is really dear and de- near and dear to my heart. So it was really cool to watch that. Um, the university of Pittsburgh has like a, a huge program on horror studies. Um, so it was really great that, you know, thanks. Shout out to bloody They tweeted out a link and I was able to register. Nice. Look at you. Yeah, it's going great. Well, Which good. brings me back. I'm surprised Bill Murray wasn't nominated for The Dead Don't Die. Ever. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. Anyway, that's my zombie last slice. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good last slice, Michael. I'm looking forward to having some pizza tonight. That's going to be my oh, Super Bowl nice. food of choice. So that's me. I think my first time having pizza this year. Good for you. I'm looking forward. Are you having any Super Bowl foods? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, it sounds like you're really being festive. So <laughs> I am down to love Packers. I hope that definitely not <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Uh, I hope your your investments go well. Keep oh, the Doge Army on that. Yeah, keep us posted on that. And uh, yeah, thank you all very much. It's been our slice on film. <laughs>